for joining us for another lesson taught by Dr. Jeffrey Harris, Senior Pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. Well, why don't you open your Bible with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 3. And we're talking about having a heavenly call and making an earthly impact. Now, the earthly impact I'm going to be talking about today is prayer. And I want to show you that God is calling us to prayer. Now, I'm not going to get into the different kinds of prayer today because uh, it's going to take a while for us to do that. So look at uh, Hebrew chapter three and verse number one. It says, therefore, holy brethren, partakers of a heavenly calling, consider the apostle and the high priest of our confession, Jesus Christ. In other words, it said that we are partaker of a heavenly calling. Now, turn your Bible right over to the book of Samuel chapter three. Now, in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 3, uh, God was calling Samuel, and uh, Samuel did not notice that God was calling him. He thought it was Eli. Just like God was calling Samuel, he's calling us today to pray. But we have to recognize his voice. You have to recognize that God is touching us, or nudging, or nudging us, or uh, he's kind of are uh, 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 pricking us a little bit so that we can begin to pray for what's going on in the, in our nation and in the world. Amen. Now, uh, I'm not going to read that. I'm going to Ezekiel chapter 22, verse number 29. Now, the Bible says that we have a heavenly call, but we have to make a earthly impact. We are waiting on God to do certain things. When God need our participation and he need our permission so that he can get involved in earthly affairs. You know, we're doing a lot of, you know, they say, well, God going to change this. God. Yeah, he is and he will. But he need us to participate in what we want to see done in the earth. And how do we do that? We do it through prayer or the spoken word. We do it through prayer or the spoken word. Now. This is how we release the power of God into the earth to bring change and better in our situation. We do it through words. We do it through prayer, but not just any kind of words. They must be faith filled words. You know, I tell people all the time that uh, a positive confession is not a fake confession. A positive confession is different from a fake confession. I can say everything going to be all right. That's positive. But then I can say this is the day that the Lord has made. Come on. I share rejoice and be glad in this day. That's a fake confession. A lot of us been doing a lot of positive confession and we've been wanting to see God move. But God is not moved by positive confession. God is moved by fake confession. Somebody ought to be with me right now. Amen. He's moved by fake confession, our profession, our declaration. Amen. Now, uh, look at verse number 29, Ezekiel 22 and 29. Amen. 
Then the people of the land have used oppression, committed robbery, mistreated the poor and needy, and they wrongfully oppressed the strangers. So I sought for a man among them who would make a wall or a hedge and stand in the gap and stand in the gap before me on the behalf of the land that I will not destroy. In other words, you know, everybody in the old covenant, uh, most people, they didn't have any revelation of Satan. So anything, something happened bad, they said God did it. Just like most times people do that today. They'll say God did this, God did this. No, but a lot of the writers had no revelation of Satan. And I hope you get that. So God said, listen, I need somebody that will stand between me and what's going on in the earth. I need a kingdom man, a kingdom woman that will make a hedge. He said, I'm looking for them. In other words, he calling us to prayer. He's calling us to faith fear words, not just positive speaking, but faith speaking. Come on, somebody. A lot of times we speak in positive, but God is not moved by positive. Now, good is good, but everything good is not God. He's moved by faith confession. In other words, when I open my mouth, I speak the words. See, the angels hearken not to positive confession. My Bible tells me the angel hearken to the word. Whoo, Jesus. Now, watch this now. He said, but I found none. My God. You mean God is nudging you at night to pray and you're not getting up and praying? God is telling you during the day to pray and you're not praying. He said, I'm calling you. I'm searching for a man or a woman who will make up the head. I need somebody in the earth to help stop what's going on, help stop this plague. Come on now. I need my people to cry out. I need my people to pray, to speak faith-filled words. Woo, Jesus. Therefore, he said, because nobody wants to speak faith-filled words, therefore, I have poured out my indignation on them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. I have recompensed their deeds on their own heads, said the Lord. He said, now, none of this would have happened. Come on. If somebody was standing in the gap. Amen, somebody. Somebody got to say, we got to stand in the gap. We got to make a hedge. We got to speak faith-filled words. Amen. Now, I want to talk about it from here because I want to lay a foundation where we're going. How do we release the power of God into the earth to bring change are better in our situation. Releasing kingdom power on the earth is by speaking faith-filled words. Number two, prayer must be by grace through the position of faith. See, I don't have to get into faith. I'm in a position of faith. Woo, Jesus. See, God, watch this, have finished the work. That's why I always say this too shall pass because it's already done. Amen. But what he needs for us to do is to speak and pray faith-filled words. Amen. Everything is already finished through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ in the realm of the Spirit. 
Come on. Grace is the finished work of Jesus Christ, but faith must be, what's this? Faith receive what God have already done. Now, uh, over in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 10, it said, by grace you have been saved through faith. It's not a work that's in a man should both so forth and so on. Go to Ephesians chapter 2. And let's look at this. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Through faith. For by grace you've been saved how? Through faith. That is not of yourself, it is a gift of God, not a work that is in a man's ship, but, but we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for every good work which God prepared beforehand that we shall walk in them. Okay, God prepared beforehand that we shall walk in them. How do we walk in it? We walk in it by faith because it's already done. Amen. Now, also, uh, the first thing I want to talk with you about is when I pray. Or when I say the word of God, it must be from faith. Then God releases his power into the earth realm and we will see change. Now, let me define prayer for you. Prayer is communication between God and man, whereby God's power is released into the earth realm through the combination of the believer's faith and the word of God. I said it again. Because what we've been doing, we've been telling people to pray, but we've been telling people the definition of prayer. We've been telling people how to pray. Come on, somebody. You can't just say anything called that prayer. Well, my Bible tells me the angels hearken to what? The word of God. Amen. Prayer, I'm going to give you a definition again. Prayer is communication between God and man, whereby God's power is released into the earth realm through the combination of the believer's faith and the word of God. Amen. Let's look at this scripture. Let's turn to uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 30. Luke 1 and 30. And I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Bible. Well, we'll look at verse... Uh, Thirty four start. You know, this is when uh, you know, Mary, the angel came to Mary, said, You, you know, you you gonna have a son, so forth and so on. Verse 34, she said, This is what she said. Mary said to the angel, How shall this be, since I do not know a man? Then uh, uh the angel went on to say certain things to her. Look at verse 37, where I want to get. How can this be, since it looked like there are no natural uh, solution. How can this be because it look like things are not going to change? This is what the angel said. For with God, that's enough to shout off right there. For with God, nothing, whoo, this is good, will be impossible. So the situation we're in, the problem is we're trying to keep God out of it. Oh, Jesus. But thank God that I hear leaders, government officials saying, hey, pray. Come on, somebody. This is a day that we set aside for prayer, national or uh, global prayer. 
So we, that we understand that certain things are not going to change until man participate. Come on, somebody. Get God involved in what's going on in the earth. And the Bible says, for with God, whew, nothing will be impossible. Now, I'm going to get this over in the, in the uh, Amplified Bible because I need to let you see this right quick. It says this in the Amplified Bible. For with God, nothing is ever. Nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God. No word from God. Now, listen now. Watch this. It didn't say no positive word. It said no word from God. God's word, not your word, God's word shall be, watch this, no word from God shall be without power. That means every time I open my mouth, I speak the word of God in faith, it releases power. Woo, Jesus. We Listen at this, saints. We are never without help. In any situation you find yourself in, only thing we need to understand, we must open our mouth and speak the word of God. Because the Bible says never without power and impossible of fulfillment. Woo! Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Now, look with me over there to Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. We're talking about when I pray, I say the word of God. It must be from faith. Then God's power released into the earth realm and we will see change. Now, because God is calling us, there's a heavenly call, but we got to make an earthly impact. That means God needs us to get involved in what's going on in the earth realm. He needs his people to communicate with him in faith through the word of God, that he can release his power into the earth realm to change our situation or heal our land. Now, verse number 20. Uh, now, in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the root. Now, 24 hours later, they're coming back through. And Peter remembers saying, Rabbi, watch this now. Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you have cursed has withered away. Then Jesus said, watch this now. So Jesus also said unto them, this is the catch. Have faith in God. In other words, believe what God said. Believe what I'm about to show you. Have faith in God. For verily I say to you, or surely I say to you, whosoever says, come on, open your mouth and what? Say. Whosoever say. Whosoever speak the word. To this mountain, be removed and be cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe those things he say. He says, open your mouth, speak the word. You got to say something. Will be done. He will have whatsoever he say. That's the confession of faith. Now watch the prayer of faith. There's different kinds of prayer in the Bible. This is the prayer of faith. Ezekiel was the prayer of intercession. So that's why a lot of people don't understand. They think you could you pray anything, get results. No, there are different kinds of prayer. The Bible talks about in Ephesians, praying with all manner of prayer are different kinds of prayer. Certain, <laughs> certain prayer fits certain situations. Uh, you got to hear me now. Over in Ezekiel, that was a prayer intercession. This is the prayer of faith in verse number 
24. Now, verse 22 was the confession of faith. So it doesn't matter if we praying, we still saying. If we saying, we still can be praying. Come on, somebody. In other words, you got to open your mouth and speak faith filled words. That's the gist of what I'm trying to get you to see. You got to talk the word. You can't talk all this unbelief and doubt. You know, because the Bible said, he said, here you have what you say. If you're saying, you know, I'm going to get the COVID. Come on now. You're going to be saying that. You got to be saying, I'm healthy. Come on, somebody. I'm wealthy and I'm wise. You got to speak the word. The Bible says in 3 John 2, beloved, I pray, I wish above all things that you shall prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Because God wants you to prosper. He wants you healthy. Amen. So now, he said in verse 24, Therefore I say to you, whatsoever thing you ask when you pray. When you pray. Not if you pray, but when you pray. Remember, the definition of prayer is communication between God and man, whereby God's power is released into the earth realm through the combination, through the combination, that's the key word, through the combination of the believer's faith and the word of God. Because you could be just saying something, but if it's not in faith, it's not going to produce results. Are you listening to me? Now, he said in verse 24, Therefore I say to you, whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe that you have received them and you will have them. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Believe you receive is man's part. Having them is God's part. Come on, somebody. Believe you receive is uh, what I call earthly affairs. Have them is heavenly affairs. In other words, God part is having them. Come on, that we have them. Our part is believe we receive when we pray. Amen, somebody. Now, we must believe that we receive when we pray. Now, Psalm 91, go to Psalm 91. I'm going to show you something. Psalm 91. Praise God. In the New Living Translation. Psalm 91. Remember, you got to believe you receive when you pray. And you have what you say, right? Psalm 91 and verse 7. So you got to believe you receive this. Now, verse 7 says this. Now, this is what this is what it says. Now, when you pray, you got to believe you receive this. And the Bible says you shall have this, right? But the problem is with saying everything else except the word. If you want to see change, you got to speak the word out of your mouth. It said, though a thousand fall at your side, ten thousand are dying all around you. These evil will not touch you. Do you believe that? See, I say it. And I believe I received that protection. Woo, Jesus. We got to get people saying what the word says if you want to receive from the word. Amen. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. Now, go over to, with me over to the book of uh, Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. Now, when we pray, Every prayer done in the new covenant or done in uh, under this grace dispensation must be prayed in the name of Jesus. 
We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. You got me? I want everybody to get a hold of that. I'm I'm telling you how to pray. You know, we've been hearing a lot of people pray, pray, pray. Some people don't know how to pray. They just say anything. They're like, you know, Lord, you know. And I understand God hears everything. I understand that. You know, and people say this. No, God don't go. No, we need the word. We need the word. If he honor his word, then guess what? We need to speak his word. Amen. The angel hearkened to what? The word of God. So now we are God's mouthpiece in the earth. So we need to be. Listen, I just heard this. We need to sound like our father. Glory to God. We need to sound like our father. Amen. We need to say what our fathers say. Amen, somebody. Look what it says in verse number 14. He said, if my people. So if is always what? Conditional, right? If my people who are called by my name. So there's another call. See, we're called. Come on, somebody. Will humble themselves and take humility to pray. In other words, humility said, God, I can't do it without you. That's what humility said. God, nothing can change. Listen, I can't change anything, Lord. I need you involved. And what I'm going to do, God, I'm going to allow you. I'm going to give you permission. And I'm going to participate with your plan. Come on, somebody. Amen. He said, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves. That means man has to bow and say, look, I don't know what to do, God. We depended on you. To bring us through this thing. We're depending on you for answers. We're depending on you, God. We're depending on your word. We'll humble themselves and pray and pray and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. You guys, I want to say we need to turn from our twisted thinking. Our twisted thinking. Twisted thinking have you going in the wrong direction. Amen, somebody. He said, turn for our wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. I will heal their land. So we got to believe this. Amen, somebody. Come on. We got to believe it. We got to speak it out of our mouths. Now, we must believe our land is already healed. And it's only a matter of time that this too shall pass. We have to start believing that one morning we wake up, it's all gone. Come on, somebody. Come on. Amen, somebody. Now, go me your Bibles to the book of Acts. And I'm going to close, I think, on Acts 16. Uh, Now, we do praying, but we got to mix prayer with praise. Who? I said this again. We got to mix prayer with praise. See, because I know it's already done, I just praise him for it now. Now, I know intercession, you keep praying in intercession because what intercession does, intercession moves people in a position to be able to make conscious decisions. That's what intercession does. But I don't keep praying for what I believe he already heard me. I don't keep praying that same prayer because, listen, why I need to go back to him if he already heard me? He already told me he's going to heal the land. 
I just need to start praising him for it. Now, I'm not saying I, I, I want to make this clear because people teach on prayer. I'm not saying I'm on the prayer authority. No, no. You know what pastor saying? I'm just building on what others are saying about prayer. It just, I'm taking a different approach and say that there are certain kind of prayer in the Bible. And once we understand that, we can pray effective. Amen, somebody. Now, it says here, it says here. Uh, over into Acts chapter 16. Turn there right quick. Acts chapter 16. We'll take it all and put it together. Come on, somebody. Woo, Jesus. But I want you to understand. When I know they hear me, I believe I receive the prayer petition. That's a prayer petition. That's when you pray for something for yourself. Amen. But when I'm praying on the behalf of others, then I go into intercession. Woo, hallelujah. And I keep going. 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 I keep praying until the results happen. That's intercession. Are you listening to me? But when I'm doing the petition of prayer, when I'm praying for something personal for me, come on. And it's all right sometimes to pray for something for you. Amen. I, I believe God going to heal the land. And so I'm, I'm interceding on the behalf of the land. Come on. Of the country. Are you listening to me? But I'm telling you, I believe I receive protection around my house. I believe I receive Psalm 91 verse 7 over my household. Amen, somebody. And you got to believe that over your own household. A lot of people do prayer, but you got to mix praise with that prayer. Praising God is like you're telling God or you're saying God is already done. I believe you heard me the first time. Come on, somebody. And I believe it's already done. I just have to praise you for it until it manifests in my life. Come on, somebody. I have to praise you for it because I know it's finished. Come on. Praise God. Acts 16, verse number 25. Pray and praise. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. They were praying and what? Singing hymns, or they were praying and they were praising. Come on, somebody. They were praying and they were praising. They were praying and they were praising. They were praying and they were praising to God. Not the people, but to God. That means you don't need a crowd of people to pray and praise. Come on, somebody. Folk waiting for the, the keyboard to crack up. They're waiting for somebody to, to, to be on instrument to praise. No. In the jail, they were praying and they were praising and singing hymns without any instruments. Woo, Jesus. To God, and the prisoner would listen to them. And suddenly, I'm telling you right now, one morning, we wake up, suddenly they're going to say, okay, y'all, we're back to normal. Amen, somebody. Suddenly, this thing going to change if we begin to pray and praise God. Amen. The Bible says suddenly there was a great earthquake. In other words, there's going to be a great shaking. So that the foundation of the prison was shaken and immediately all the doors was open and everyone chained were loose. And the keeper of the prison awakened from the sleep, seeing that the prisoner door was open. Suppose that the prisoner had flared, drew the sword, and were about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice and said, do yourself no harm, for we are all here. Then whoo, he called for a light and ran in and fell down, trembling for Paul and Silas. 
And he brought them out and said, sir, this is the reason that we keep praying and praising. Because this is the reason somebody is going to be looking for you and ask you, what must I do to be saved? Why are you so calm? Why are you so happy when people dying all around you? You're not happy about people dying, but you're happy because you know it's already finished. You know it's done. So you pray, you listen, you praying and you praising. You praying and you praising. Praise God Almighty. Hallelujah. Right now, y'all just praise that is already done. Father, in Jesus' name, I worship you. I praise you. I give you glory that it's already fitted. God, I thank you that a thousand fall at my side. Ten thousand are dying all around me, but these evil will not touch me. Father, I thank you that every need in our lives is already met, God. I thank you that we're protected by you, and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for watching. Woo, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I bless my socks off. I'm going to tell you right now. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what should a man do to be saved in the kingdom of God? Then he told him, you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe it in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried and you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus name. Amen. Ma'am or sir, if you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us, and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life. Please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.